Welcome again. This is the No Apology Podcast, episode 34. I am your host, Shaquille. Again, my brother's with me, Chris. Boss it. That was good, my boy. It was good with you, bro. Um, I just want to give a shout out to my all the, everybody that was listening to the last episode, all the feedback that, that we got from the last episode. Shout out to my dad. Most certainly shout out to Pops coming through. Of course. Blessing episode one time. And yeah, funny as can be, this past week was, you know, pretty interesting for, you know, a lot of men particularly, but for a lot of women as well. Uh, those who don't know, there was this challenge going on called the, the Bus It. The Bus It. Bus It Challenge. Bus It. <laughs> <laughs> and... You know, I didn't even I didn't even realize that it was a challenge because I'm just on Twitter seeing a bunch of girls turning into one thing to another and then <laughs> ass is shaking. The switcheroo. Yeah, and I'm just like, God damn, what the hell is going on? So Thanks. I, I seen that and um yeah, it was a lot of um I guess I wouldn't say tension, but it was a lot of like eyes going on yeah. on, on a, the internet world. A lot of girls were appreciating the girls that were um, taking their time out during COVID, especially like to even do all that because pe- we forget that we're still in the pandemic. Um, a lot of women were probably too tired to even put makeup on and do all that other shit. Yo, but it was a real. lot of women that was, it was making it, it was happen. A lot of participation, man. That damn thing was like a phenomenon. Yeah. How many did you watch? <laughs> it's an undisclosed number. Yeah, yeah, it's undisclosed, it's undisclosed number. Undisclosed. <laughs> I'm still having a bust it in my head every eight, five minutes, man. Like I don't nah. even know how that started, but I just want to give a shout out to women, man, for making that happen. Facts. Um, that big shout out to uh, Erica Banks for, for for releasing the track. Ain't that her name? Erica Banks. Yeah, she's, that the, was the uh, girl? she's the artist. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they were saying. Nobody knew her song before that, right? Nah, and then nah. that happened. The and then Eric, oh, okay. So yeah. shout out to Erica Banks for making that song. And yeah, I just want to give a shout out to women, man, for, for making that happen. It's, it was an exciting week for everybody. You know, I guess the our generation, you know, it was older people doing it too, but I guess they were joining their kids with it. Um. So yeah, I also have, you know, a, a little story time. Speaking of Twitter... So, uh, this you know this person is gonna remain anonymous, of course, because I was just scrolling through my 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 Twitter timeline, and this girl, she, I guess the situation at hand was like her and her boyfriend kind of, um, they moved out, like they broke up and all this other weird stuff, and she was keeping Twitter up to date with it. So, whoa, <laughs> so, yeah, like so they broke up, but she was still keeping everybody entertained up, on the yes. story. What's going on? Ah, enlighten us. (laughs) So weeks after she was speaking about like how she she finally talked to him after that and they're in like a a, a slightly better place. And, you know, she didn't tell. Well, she she told him that she didn't tell anybody about their little mishap or whatever. But she told the entire So she was telling she's saying this on Twitter. Like, I, I told him that I didn't say nothing. To, to anybody but y'all don't tell nobody <laughs> so then th- it was like a comment like girls was asking like did you catch the break body so I was like hmm that's an interesting topic because 
how long do you wait until you catch that next body when you're like going through a little break? Damn. And, and not even that though, because I feel like if and this may sound toxic, but if it is, oh well. But if I didn't cause the break and you did something that interfered our relationship and we'd separate, mm-hmm. you can't talk to anybody. I could I could do a revenge little whatever or something if yeah. I want to. That's that may be toxic, but like what is the amount of time that you might put on catching that break body? Damn. That's interesting, like you said, bro. Because when you think about it, like you said, if it's not my fault, and you <laughs> want to go on break and it's your fault, yeah. why should I have to sacrifice you? Yeah. <laughs> like, technically, we're broken up. Right. But then it's that break period, too. But I think nowadays, like even with the circumstances like COVID and everything, it got to be like, it can't be nothing that's too quick, especially okay. on the females end, because it's like, damn, how you even know this nigga? <laughs> like, right. How would you even come to terms to come chill with this nigga, first of all? Right. That must have been already established in <laughs> some type of boundaries, like, yeah, this nigga on his way out, like, <laughs> you right. feel me? Right. Nah, so after that, you know, she updated us again to... um. To say that, because the first time she was saying that they just spoke. So then this next update was they finally saw each other. Okay. And she was saying that the vibe was like completely just ruined. You know, it was a bad vibe, bad energy. So did did she confirm at this point that she catched that break body yet in the comments? She never, (laughs) she said it was on the way. It was loading. Oh, oh, okay. It was loading. She wasn't pulling the trigger yet. So after they, they actually met up and they spoke. She was saying like, all right. She announced like, I'm officially single now. Mm-hmm. Like now is now it's go time. Then you know she updated again. <laughs> the next day she said, oh man, you know basically, I shouldn't have spoke too soon on that. Now we're kind of we're kind of on better terms and we're in a relationship again. Damn, he must he either ate the pussy or <laughs> <laughs> bought her flowers or bought her some type of expensive gift. <laughs> But my point, my point of all of that, and even bringing this up, it was like, I guess just knowing your knowing your your boundaries and and knowing your limitations, because to have that little back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, it's kind of like, what what do you want out of you know this person to kind of allow it to be this roller coaster ride, mm-hmm. you know? And I think a lot of people don't, even if you think about like when you're in a relationship and you know, you may have your significant other may have exes or something that you may not know of until later on where like they might still be in contact with them on social media, stuff like that. And things like small things like that and not cutting that communication off. It may, you know, it may be it may be because people that don't know how to have that boundary, they they don't limit those things at all. So, you know, just going back to the point. I think that, you know, just having that that boundary where you know like, all right, if if this person crosses this line, there's something that has to happen after that. Not like it has to always be like a all right, let me just, you know, give them this chance back cuz they did this. Like yeah. you said, ate the pussy or like, you know, yeah. flowers or for us, you know, it ain't too much that, you know, we're kind of easy in that department. Mm-hmm. You know, you throw the pussy at us. We right back in the good <laughs> we right graces. We right back in good graces. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Girl, so, I ain't been acting like that. 
So yeah, that was just my little quick little story that I wanted to uh run by. But yeah, in 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 further news, I guess to piggyback off of the last episode, um Trump got impeached again for the second time. The second time that man got impeached. <laughs> like that shit crazy, bro. It's fucked up cuz the first time they impeached him, it had to go through like two. The House voted for the impeachment, but the, the Senate didn't approve it, right? Okay. And I think they still got to make that secondary vote now where they still ain't finalized yet. Okay. And there's been stories out recently from uh, Mitch McConnell basically st- stating that he didn't know which way he was going to go about the whole pick yet, if he wanted to vote to impeach or not. But it's like, I think now it's so close to the inauguration and they still have to like fully process this. By the time he out, Joe Biden gonna be like right in type shit. Yeah, and he should have been got the fuck up out of there, in my honest opinion. But we ain't gonna talk about that. America voted for who they voted for, and they they know what they, they knew what they was doing. They knew they was trying to stir this friction between the world and create a mess. Right. And they created a big ass mess. Now it's like we got we stuck in this shit. Not only that, it's it's all during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, on top of that, um. One thing I can say though, that Biden that Biden plan looking good. I don't know if you got a chance to take a look at that thing. It was like the the Biden American the restoration plan. How Certain you trying things to, I definitely did. Yeah, what what stuck out to you? Stimulus? What stuck out to you the most about it? The student loans. Shit. <laughs> Wait, what was he? What they said about that? He trying to like get rid of them Jones, basically. Like totally, totally. Like oh, okay. Off the rip, like during his campaign, he was already talking about like. Uh, Establishing, I think it's like like twelve, some some big number, like ten k off the rip or something like that. Once he got into office, so I think that'll be beneficial for everybody. Yeah. We've got a chance to get rid of even if a, a partial amount of student loans, just to kind of you know what I'm saying, get us back into the game, help our credit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, nah, of course, I'm I'm in the hole, so I, that would definitely help out a lot. Word. I the one thing that stuck out to me was the um the stimulus. The, another round of checks and social media was kind of in a little weird frenzy because they threw out the, the 1400 instead of like the 2000. So I think after, you know, he proposed this plan, it was like given to us that they were giving the rest of the money that Trump didn't give us to make it 2000 instead of, the 2000 and it was like people were pulling speeches that Biden was saying like we gonna get y'all this 2000 instead of this 600 you know 600 is not enough we need 2000 and politicians got a weird way of wording shit so like I don't think a lot of people knew that that's what he meant by 2000 so it was additional 1400 yeah like I didn't even know that shit bro (laughs) so that was a that was a big thing because it was like if you were gonna give us 1400 you should have just said that 1400 people were saying that so that was kind of a, a a weird little, you know, dialogue on the internet that I was seeing. Um, you know, on one hand, you got people, of course, the the more, like, conservative people just thinking, like, all right, you know, we should just be appreciative and thankful that they're giving us anything. Yeah. And, of course, we're all appreciative and we're thankful and all that other stuff, but at the same time, if... We got this six hundred, and now we're about to get fourteen hundred, and it's still less than the money that we should really be getting during all these times. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all might as well up it even more for all that. That's what people were saying. Like y'all might as well yeah. give us more than that. You know, it's facts. Of course, we gotta we gotta settle for whatever they give us. But that was one side of it, and you know, the other side was, like I said, just going at you know how they how they're wording things and just being more upfront. You know, instead of just trying to like sell us this pitch. And I think with going back to Donald Trump. Cause the the whole impeachment came about after the with the riot situation, right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't speak on this the last episode, but the banning of you know him with being banned on Twitter and Facebook, it was interesting to me because whether he deserved to get banned or not, that's up to whoever you know wants to you know decide that. But when we're looking at the reality of it. Twitter and Facebook, these are like private entities, private sectors. They're not like, it's not like the government is is owned by them. I mean, they're owned by the government and the government's telling them, yo, ban this person. Yeah, They're deciding these things. So, you know, if you remove Trump out of the picture, what what is it to come for regular people that aren't like in celebrity positions that, you know, have things to say? And... That that was my question. Like, what what is the limit of this? Who who we because we can give these social platforms the power to ban people for quote unquote hate speech, and people might say, all right, let's take this away and give it to the government. But we don't want that neither because the government, if the government was able to control that, mm-hmm. and you got people like Trump that would be able to control who get to say what. And that's definitely what we don't want. But now on a lower level, we have these social platforms that are allowed to do that. Who are they to tell whoever what they can and can't say? So what is the limit? Mm. You know, nah, that, that's 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 real shit when you think about it. Just the whole censorship in general. But then like the, the whole time while you're talking to so I'm kind of here sitting thinking it kind of try to like normalize the situation. Like like you said, like uh, how, how it would appeal to a regular person. And then I think about like niggas be like on Facebook jail and shit. Yeah. When they do say like, don't Facebook would kick you out like yeah. if you said some some wild shit or if people reporting your comment right. on Instagram, they'll make you remove your picture. So I mean, there, I guess there is a sense of policing on the internet, whereas niggas just be snitching and dropping dimes type shit. Right. So I think that 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 has a lot to do with it as well as far as people seeing his tweets as a threat and reporting it probably like. Nah, because he said that, you know what I'm saying? People got all wild up and shit like that for the average person. Yeah, I think hate speech, right? When you talk about hate speech on the internet and all these other things, hate speech doesn't necessarily have to be hate speech. It's really what you hate. Yeah. That's And that is the bigger picture of There's it. There's a bias to it, exactly. Because yeah. if you agree to it, then how, how can you really That's call it hating? Exactly. <laughs> so there's people that agree to that quote-unquote hate speech. Yeah, real shit. So when you're giving these these higher powers the 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 right to take this, this away, you know, what is right for us to say? Because if this was a thing back in the day, people like... You know, Malcolm X would never have seen the light of day because he said a lot of things that people didn't like. Yeah. But the the kind of the beauty of it is a lot of that hate speech that you and I'm not saying every single thing, but like and this night has this doesn't have anything to do with Donald Trump. I'm talking about hate speech in general. 
just because you may deem it as hate speech, some of that stuff we need to hear. Some of that shit you we need to hear just to open up, you know, another lens, another perspective. Because, granted, it may be a a, a topic, but that's really why Donald Trump is in office now because mm-hmm. a lot of these politicians are you know so biased towards what's racist or what's you know not gender equality or who's this who's disrespecting you know that side of the world and when you have somebody that comes in like donald trump that's brutally honest doesn't give a fuck they're not on the the left wing side of things they're more radical Mm -hmm. that's what you get because you're push you're pushing this narrative that we have to like abide by these rules to you know don't say the wrong words you know you got to respect whatever thing you can't say certain things say certain words but then you you force that upon people and they just say all right fuck this i'm gonna go to the other side and that's what happened mm-hmm. you, they everybody went to that other side and now we have trump so i'm I'm just looking at it like that like what what is the what is the outcome of all of this because yeah it's going to start with trump but what is it going to end with and you bring up you know facebook jail and stuff mm-hmm. like you can just be like saying something as an as an example and use a a term or a slur just Mm -hmm. as an example of something and you may you know get banned from facebook or something like that but you weren't being disrespectful you were just talking freely and using that so it's going to come to a point where if they don't figure that out and kind of like regulate it correctly um free speech may not be free speech yeah so that yeah that's that's just my thought i'm I'm really convinced to not convinced, but I'm I'm really just. But do you feel as though it was necessary? Like, do you felt like the shit he was saying? I think last we talked about this in the last episode as well. Like one of the last few things he was saying was, like, "I ain't going to inauguration for anybody want to know." He kind, I think he did bring up something about the protests as well. But you think even with all this shit going on, him being impeached, all the drama, him having his Twitter fingers loose. Would that have not stirred up another riot or, you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like by him being not on social media might have slowed things down a little bit or you think it wouldn't have made a difference regardless if he was on there or not? Like, So do you feel like it was the right decision to not have him on there? Um, at the time, that that temp- when they temporarily banned him for like whatever, mm-hmm. a week or two weeks, I thought that was cool because now, you you know, you stopping something from because it's already a riots going on, so let's stop this right quick. Um, but to ban him, mm-hmm. that was the that was like my thing. Like you're you're banning him, and it's not like it's it's a government thing. It's Twitter. Like the the powers that be that control Twitter are saying, you know, we don't like this and what he's saying. We feel like it's causing a lot of destruction, so we're we're not allowing this on the platform. Yeah. And not even Twitter is, you know, it's a bunch of, you know, outlets that was, you know, banned Shopify, YouTube, all these <laughs> hey, platforms bye. was like banning him. Even like colleges were taking away, um, what's the degrees that, that they give? Like, um, I forgot what they call that. You know, I just, damn, it's on the tip of my tongue. The complimentary John. Yeah, them, them Johns. Yeah, yeah. I, them, the name yeah, I forgot. I forgot, yeah, but. Colleges were pulling that away, Dang. you know. We now nah, we not really doing that, and it's it's. I get it because they don't want to be next to that. They don't want to be in support of that. Yeah, how their name attached to but it. But that's what comes back to that, you know, 
that bias. So just because we don't like what he's saying on, you know, social media or stuff like that, we got to cut him off of it. That's the dangerous side. And I don't want to necessarily talk about Trump and use him as the example because he's going to be whatever he's going to be. And he has said a lot of things that were kind of wild. But just on a, a, a regular level, you know, we get the same treatment. We're, yeah. we're not opposed to being banned on, on Twitter. We're not opposed to being banned on Instagram. If you, you know, if you post like sexually explicit pictures or videos in your story for like two or three times, you're liable to get banned on Instagram. Yeah, real shit. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Just thinking like long term, like what what is the good that's going to come out of this? Yeah, I mean, I feel like social media in general, as far as like the freedom of speech goes, it's not really taken into context where, again, there's policing on there. If people don't feel that your, your your tweet may be a hate crime, for example, like you said, and they're going to to report it. Like, yeah. nah, we don't agree with this. I'm reporting your shit or whatever. And then it's like niggas on there posting shit they doing in the street. Yeah. Like guns and right. drugs and all this other type of shit. And it's like pe- police could use that shit against you in, in the court of law. So it's yeah. like... This is never really freedom of speech. You're basically putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and they're controlling what's going on type shit. Like, they'll let you do that shit, mm-hmm. but they'll take it right back from you in in, in, in the uh, blink of an eye. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's always going to be some type of censorship to the point where it's never going to be freedom, Don't no matter who you are. And, and this goes to show, you could be the motherfucking president. <laughs> you could be a, a regular person and then they could just snatch those privileges of your speech away from you anytime, given the platform that it's at. Right. Yeah. But the feds on Facebook, the feds yeah. on Twitter, <laughs> if they don't agree with certain shit, you got to know they had a hand in, in, in you feel me, in, in doing what they do as well, too. Yeah, I, and I I think, you know, we're at a point already where we're past being able to control things or having that level of self-control when it comes to, you know, social media. yeah. So I, I just, I think that that is, that has to be, you know. Niggas best stop giving a fuck about yeah, what they're posting. But bro. that has to come in, that has to be a thing because it's either we have to control and be able to control what we say or they're going to do it. You know, sad to say because we're, we're seeing it like I said, with Donald Trump. If yeah. he could have controlled certain things because he didn't have to say every single thing that he said on Twitter, you know, but he decided that was his way of getting out whatever he got to get out. You know him as a person, that mm-hmm. he's a narcissistic person. So exactly. he wants to say whatever he wants. It don't matter how you, it's going to make you feel. He want to say what he got to say because that's what he wants to do. Real shit. So that uncontrolled, um, you know, aspect to your speech, if you're not able to control it, somebody has to. And yeah. now these platforms are taking it upon themselves to do so. So I don't fault them to for doing that like i said i i just want to keep reminding people of that i'm not saying that you know trump was right for doing anything that he did that's not up to me to really decide that but i just feel like when it comes to free speech where's the limit to that mm-hmm. where is the you know who who is in power to control what is deemed as a as a hateful speech when you know this 
how we talk to people on a daily. These are things that, you know, have always been spoken about. These uncomfortable conversations. It may not have always been in front of a, a camera or to be put on a, a, a platform, but I I honesty just needs to be respected a little bit more. Yeah, no, I feel you. As bro. a whole. No matter if you disagree or agree, because we don't need to everybody in the world doesn't need to agree. And I think that was kinda like the problem with like and not the problem. I think that was the thing with like Obama. You know, he was his thing was like bringing everybody together. You know, mm-hmm. we can make we can do all these things together, together. and all this other yeah. stuff. But there's people wasn't that wasn't on that type of shit. Hell no. Nah. Like, and we don't need to all agree. And it was all quiet as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it was all quiet as shit. Right. Now they all out and talking. And that, yeah. that's the funny thing. So, yeah. And just to kind of, I got to stray away from this topic a little bit. You brought an interesting thing up by saying the self-control that we have on social media platforms, I think, is, is, a, is a real big thing because that is truly out the window. Even on the aspect now of now females on there. I love a, a titty and ass, you feel me, as <laughs> much as the next guy, yeah. you feel me? And we see it out there, but now it's like the new norm, even with OnlyFans, where people is quitting their jobs to, to, to post news now, you feel me, and getting yeah. paid. Yeah. And it's it's funny because that's where the self-control goes at, too, because it's like you, you, you have an OnlyFans page, how and you have kids. Yeah. You don't think that this is going to somewhat come back up in the future, and this is just something that's temporarily going to happen. It's going to make you money. It's going to go away. Like, and and I think I, I've seen like stories and stuff where like jobs is firing girls when they find out they got OnlyFans accounts. But to me, that sounds like some dumb shit, though. For them to get fired. For them to get fired for. I, I don't. I don't agree with it because that doesn't like, have anything to do with. It the has job. nothing to do with the job. Anything, nigga. If I'm finding out. This is the girl from OnlyFans works at the motherfucking local McDonald's. I might go to McDonald's right. more often. You feel me? Like, yeah. nigga, that's free publicity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I get that. I get that. I don't. I, that's a good. That's a good um, question though, because I don't. I don't think a lot of, and I can't speak for women, but we're having this conversation. I'm just gonna, you know, flow with that. But I don't. I don't think that people, because it's not just women that are on. OnlyFans, yeah, like men are on, on OnlyFans too, but I just think that people, they not, they don't really care that much. You know, they don't, they're not really like thinking that that far that ahead, far where ahead, like right. you know their kids may have to see these things, and they're more so thinking about it in the now. Like, I'm trying to get this money now. I'm trying to get paid now. Whatever happens after that, it just happens. And you know, tweets his or her own. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I'm not really shaming or judging anybody for um that. But speak on that article, that article that I uh, that I uh, that I had sent. Oh, definitely, definitely. That, that article was Th- that article was was real interesting. Yeah, and I think the, one of the biggest things that I got from that article was the term "online sex worker." Because mm-hmm. I feel like people just think it's always me posting on social another social media platform, when really once it becomes news for for money, you become a sex worker, and I think. That term can can go loosely and it kind of goes over people's head, but that's some deep shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if you if you're not selling on the street, you're selling on the internet. And again, I don't knock nobody for doing it. And like you said, to each your own, each your own, <laughs> each his own, whatever. Yeah. But it's kind of crazy when you think about like the whole formality of it and how common it is in today's world where it's not really frowned upon because it's still a sex worker. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, I think I found that the most interesting. I I just 
you know, but this whole over this whole OnlyFans thing is it's kind of become like a a popularity thing. And you know, in this this article, it it talked about how you know a lot of women are kind of struggling to you know pay their bills now, and it wasn't it's not necessarily because they can't sell you know themselves in a way, but it's more more so that you know OnlyFans is becoming so popular it's kind of like a supply and demand thing you know when there's so much competition on the streets yeah you know it gets kind of hard for you to sell your product so that's where it's kind of becoming that that thing where it's too many people on there now so a lot of women are are and i'm sure there's women that have already had quit their jobs or kind of like started working part-time or started collecting unemployment and then just started taking the, the OnlyFans route. And the woman that, that I was following that was speaking on the article, she was just speaking that, like, OnlyFans isn't, like, an overnight solution yeah. to, you know, becoming whatever you're trying to become, it's like, monetarily. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's just becoming, like, I don't know. I, mean, I feel I, like every girl got an OnlyFans now, though. I, I feel like that, too. And I, I don't know if it's like a combination where you use it as like a part-time job or, or does this become your full-time job where in the article it mentions it where we're spending about eight hours a day on that joint. Like, it's a real job, like taking pictures and updating your, your area, hitting people back yeah. <laughs> after they like your pictures and stuff like that, basically soliciting yourself. And but women, women during this pandemic is more women have been laid off for work, you know, according to to the statistics, women have been more specifically Latino and African-American women have been um, more prone to being let off of work. So that is kind of, I guess, what led to more of like OnlyFans things and stuff of that nature and sex. Come on, man. Like sex been selling selling. for ages you know what i'm saying that's been an industry that has been flourishing for how long you know we can't even count how many years that shit's been a thing so i i'm not surprised that um it's become so popular but i think that people haven't really had a a real thought out plan on what they're going to do with it and how Mm -hmm. it's going to you know I guess feed them and you know provide a life that they want. I think it's just more about just saying that they got all this money, you know, from OnlyFans or posting their what they getting paid, and it's cool, or whatever. But I just don't think that money is going to necessarily be there forever. And this is just a thought for me, but I feel like some people that create the OnlyFans account. Sometimes it don't really even be about too much about the money, cause like if you're not even popular on social media. Really, what do you really even plan on getting your clientele from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think people do it for, and I've seen this in an article too, for gratification. Yeah. Like people actually want to pay to see my body. Yeah. People so you, actually yeah. want to pay to see me naked. So it makes <laughs> you feel. A little it makes bit you better. feel better. It's like oh, I got, I got these people that's really my fans. Like let's take yeah. the name and let's put it out there. Only fans. Like people are paying to see you with a monthly subscription. So you they think, gotta really love you. So I think there's a gratification thing to it too. Like, do you think that we lack? You know, not to go too deep, but like pause. But like, do you think that um we lack that? You know, acknowledgement of like gratifying 
are women because that is kind of it is kind of deep that you know some women would look at that as you know gratifying but where do we come in in that not and not to say like not to like take a full blame on it Mm -hmm. but how we treat women you know is that is this kind of a result what we're seeing nowadays are we you know kind of a a fault for that Mm. that's a powerful way to look at it but I, I can't say that, that men is technically the reason why, you know, it's just happening. So we're talking about uh, uh, OnlyFans, a uh, uh, social media group who started out at 120,000 users and now has well over a million users. So I think it's more so of a, a phenomenon in, in which that people want to get more involved and kind of want to put their, themselves out there mm-hmm. and kind of perceive that as... If I ain't got one, I ain't popping type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and OnlyFans was <laughs> like a thing where you just had talent and yeah. content. Not, it wasn't even about sex. It was just if you had, if you were a content creator, yeah, you could, you your know, have your fans. Have yeah, dudes, it could be you playing the piano and somebody was want to watch you. Touch yeah. <laughs> you were able to tap in with you know yeah. your core fan base, and they could pay whatever to get whatever content from you, and. I just and to answer answer that the question that I asked, yeah, I don't think we're we're part we're fully to blame yeah. for it, but I think part of it it has to do with you know us slightly because I just think like how you know how we treat how we treat women sometimes it's not in the best way um if we're being completely honest, you know there's a lot of women that haven't healed from you know past traumas with past men but they continue to you know date other men and be with other men and the same cycle keeps happening very true um so yeah i don't i don't think women are you know respected enough to that point where you know they wouldn't see that as oh no nah, i'm not about to be on only fans because you know that's i don't need that because Grat- already show yeah. me that, that type of gratification i don't need, i don't yeah. need that what is what is this mm-hmm. for some money no i don't need that um, me personally, like, cause there are dudes that are on there. Me personally, I got kind of like certain certain limitations. I'm not even speaking on OnlyFans, just in general. I have like certain limitations on like things that I'll do for money. Yeah, just as a as a human being, I guess just that just has to do with my morale, my DNA. So I I don't measure, you know, myself. Or I don't measure people by my yardstick. I don't yeah. try to put my, you know, lifestyle on other people. So I I understand. I definitely, I get it. And I would love to, like, kind of talk to, you know, some women that, you know, have that experience on OnlyFans or, you know, have the experience of, you know, the lack of with men. Because that is that is a... a, a I think an interesting conversation as well. Yeah, I, I definitely think that'd be interesting. See where their mind is at, for real. Their mental state, what may have pushed them to create this. Yeah, boundaries and things like that. Yeah, man. But um, interesting enough, man. But let's talk about this NBA, man. It's been popping lately. Yeah, what's um, it's wh- been a lot of changes. We got uh, James Harden on a rock on that's in the Rockets. Get traded from the Rockets. To the Brooklyn Nets, he now was on the team with KD, Kyrie. And speaking of Kyrie, man, he's been in the media a lot. Yeah. About being away from the team due to uh, personal reasons. Mm-hmm. 
we it wasn't really publicized what those public uh, public I mean uh, personal reasons were, but he was seen at like a family birthday party without his mask and. Mm-hmm. The media made a big deal about that. The NBA fined him about 50K for health violations. He's kind of just been away from the team lately. But Kyrie from Jersey, man. Kyrie been wilding, man. Let's get it. He been wilding. <laughs> he, he, he been, first of all, it's too early in the season for all this shit to be going on. Like, you got you got a commitment. You know, you got to just stay with that commitment. I understand, you, you know. You think he's a team killer, though, because he did lead the Cavaliers, demanded yeah, the trade from LeBron. He went to Boston where he was supposed to be the man, kind of brung their young core down. Now he in Brooklyn just kind of bullshitting. Is he a team killer? Absolutely. Dale. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I The Sixers should definitely fire their GM because they had the chance to, you know, get James Harden, but they they weren't trying to get rid of their young talent. Yeah, of course, talent. Ben Simmons and uh, Maxi. Mm-hmm. So he got traded to the Nets, and yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really too sure how this is gonna, you know, how this is gonna turn out. This is not a, this is not a, a thing where I'm looking at it like championship winners right there, like because a lot like, of people are are choosing them though, like automatic championship. I'm like, how? how well, Vegas still got Lakers that? winning. Yeah, that's you know I'm a Lakers fan though, first and foremost. <laughs> if I ain't said that on the podcast, I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> but yeah, we definitely going to win because we have more of a uh, experienced team. Uh, we play better on a defense. Stephen A. Chris. <laughs> Stephen A. Chris. Yeah. Nah, uh, speaking of Stephen A. Though he was saying reports like he wanted Kyrie to retire, like he might as well retire. That was some crazy shit. <laughs> I mean, for you to be doing all of that and it ain't nothing wrong, like physically wrong with you. Yeah. Like that, I could see why he would say that because you. And I, I really, I don't feel bad for Katie, but I feel bad for him, if you yeah. get what I'm saying. Because it's like, coming from the Warriors, like, out of all three of these guys, like, Kyrie, James Harden, and KD, KD might be the most unselfish out of all three of them. And he's the best one out of all three of them. So it's kind of like, it's weird in a sense, because, you know, he left Golden State. Now he's in, he's in at the Nets. And... He had Kyrie with him, and they were, you know, they was balling. But now you bring James Harden in the mix, and I'm not sure if Kyrie even wanted to play with James Harden for real because I think the one-two combination with KD and and Kyrie was kind of like it It was was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you know how Kyrie is wanting to be the man anyway. Yeah. So that shine is going to kind of, you know, be taken away. And I heard them talking about it on uh, TNT after one of the games. Like, how are you going to feel when, like, you ain't the first guy that the that the media comes to after the games, all the cameras on this guy at first, then they coming to you after. Like, mm-hmm. that ego will come in like, oh, nah, I ain't really feeling that. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of intrigued to see, like, what's happening after this. Like, what what is going to come? Because at this point, if they, if they don't win a championship, do they still get to play together? Like, is it fair for them to still play together, or do we break that shit up? Yeah, now I think that goes to show how the season's gonna go, and it kind of brings you back to like the Miami Heat when they first formed that 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 big three, mm-hmm. and they took it all the way to the finals, and then they lost to uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Right. <laughs> so it might be something like that, but they have to make it at least that far. You feel me? Like they have to get to the finals or get to the Eastern Conference. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> uh, finals if if they don't accomplish anything, 
But nah, it's been it's been a good NBA season so far though. Definitely been exciting. It's just crazy because with, with COVID nineteen, it really is starting to influence the NBA in, in, in a lot of reasons where games is getting postponed and players is catching this shit left and right. Like the safety of the NBA is becoming a, a, a big concern. So and I said it first, don't be surprised if you see another little bubble situation pop out or anything like that towards the end of the season because it has been getting crazy out here, man. Yeah, I'm just – I don't know what that's going to look like. I just don't think the a lot of the players will even, like, agree to that like shit. Like, participate in some shit like that again, huh? Because they were in it for, what, two and a half months? Three? Depending upon how, how long you went in the playoffs. So, yeah. yeah. I think the Lakers is in there by, like, three months then. Yeah, that was, that was a lot. I just – I don't know. I, I think that the NFL did a way better job at, you know, handling it. Being as though it's way more players, that yeah. was kind of surprising. It was, but I think I think the NBA will get it under control after January. I think they're trying to get through this month first, and then you know February into March and stuff. I think they'll probably because they already started changing rules. You know I they mean, can't slap hands now. But a lot of it, like it kind of goes back to Kyrie, is like selfishness. You feel me? Like not really selfishness, but it's like damn, like. I got a family birthday party, but, yeah, I'm still an NBA player. But due to health and protocol, I can't even go to my fan birthday party. Like, that's some <laughs> shit. Now it comes to, like, decisions and what do you care about more, your team making money or going out. You feel me? I think that's a, that's a big thing, too. Did you hear the new rules, though? About, like, some of them, not all of them, though. They, well, they can't, they can't at the free throw line, you know, you can't slap, can't slap hands. Um, opposing teams, y'all, you can't have like real close conversation yeah. you can't touch them or slap hands and um in the hotel rooms on the road they can't have anybody in their rooms and they can't probably go out either of course <laughs> i mean they probably could go they didn't say that but like they definitely said you can't have people in the rooms because you know oh, they probably right. be having chicks all in the room yeah, when they yeah. on the road but george hill um of the what thunder yeah he play on the thunder, thunder now yeah on the the, the uh, new rules, he says, and I quote, I'm a grown man, so I'm going to do what I want to do. Exactly. <laughs> if I want to go see my family, then I'm going to go see my family. They can't tell me what I'm going to do. If it's that serious, maybe we shouldn't be playing. And I understood what he meant. I definitely understood. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of people probably feel like that in the NBA because we're still human. We still need that human connection. But... George Hill, shut up. We don't. We talking about George Hill, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. No, come on now. Like, honestly, maybe you shouldn't be playing. I don't really think. For one, you bring in. If I was the GM of the Thunder, I would have to text him like, "Yo, bro, delete that tweet." Because now you're bringing unnecessary attention to the organization. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of that, like, I don't. That that's kind of that's kind of a lot. And I get I get the whole. Thing. I don't, and I'm not sure if they even said they can't really see their families, but I know like with the whole traveling thing, they don't want them to be, you know, that close in proximity to a lot of people just for safety reasons. So yeah, that's I'm I'm really I'm I'm really eager to see. I guess the what the the season gonna look like. Me personally, I don't think that the season, you know, if they have to even go to a bubble or change that, I don't think the season gonna even last. You don't think everybody gonna want to do it? Basically, nah, I if think that's if they, the case, yeah. they probably gonna end it type shit. If they can't continue doing 
how they need to like doing what they're doing now and like have you know regular travel i don't think it'll work any and i think one thing they could have did was probably have less games they probably yeah, could have had like 50 or something short in the season yeah definitely so yeah man um i think that's you know that's about it. i think we could we could pretty much wrap things up um you got any, any last words um, now nah, it was dope though. Last episode, all the feedback we was getting. So definitely shout out to the to the listeners. Um, I've been showing mad love late with the no apology movement. Just continue to support. Um, we're gonna keep you know dropping that dope content. Always listening on us. Subscribe. Yeah, this is was a a little busy busy week for me personally. So you know, I just wanted to just talk about some you know random things. A lot of the episodes that we have are um are well thought out yeah um but yeah i just wanted to just have some you know just regular talks talking you know random things this episode so yeah just keep tuning in uh subscribe like you know share with with everybody um appreciate all the you know continuous listeners all the new listeners and yeah this is the no apology podcast and we're gonna see y'all next week see y'all it's no apology